the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to Morning Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang. Welcome uh, to Grace today, and Desmond and Susan, and Joe and Kinnan, and the grandchildren, uh, Dean and Sean and Shannon, Lisa and Callum. I'm not sure if all of the great-grandchildren are here, but we'll mention them by way of including them too, Sophie and Grace and Sean and Ellie and Liam. And of course, uh, welcome to all of the extended family who are here for this funeral mass, and welcome also to family friends. We're here at the funeral of Jim, uh, who had a long, fulfilled and very contented life, a man who was very happy with his lot in life and all that God had given to him. There is great sadness uh, today in the church at his loss, but there's also joy as we look, for, as we look back uh, and realise that Jim had lived a very full, happy and very blessed life too. Our condolences, our sincere condolences go to all the family who are present here, but especially to yourself, Grace, his wife of 67 years. I think you might be the amazing Grace that that opening hymn was all about today. You are certainly the amazing grace for him. We pray that God may give you strength and peace in this day as you yourself count all the blessings of a long and happy married life together. So many graces to thank God for in life and so to celebrate this Mass uh, more perfectly we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant James, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtues are in the hands of gods. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace 
and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him and understand the truth, those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that in the tent we live in on the earth, folded up, there is a house built by God for us, everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence, then, when we remember that to live in the body means to exile from the Lord. 
going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and I actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body of exile from it, we are intent of pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. This is the word of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. There are some people you meet in life who you find to be very content with their lot. When I think of Jim, I always have that sense. A man who was deeply content with life and all that had brought him. He had health problems over the final years of his life, and particularly in those last weeks that meant him going to hospital. But despite growing weakness and advancing age, he had never lost that sense of contentment that sense of peace and that ease with life. I think that he felt himself greatly blessed by God in so many ways, by the long marriage he had, by son and daughter, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and the extended family to which he belonged. He had a long and interesting working life, and he had a host of interests, books and readings that he pursued. He had a great interest in life and the things that were going on in the world. His faith itself was always a guiding light to him. It was a light which lit up the way. It was a light which helped him to walk without stumbling, guided him on the right road in life. And he took great comfort uh, from his faith and prayed every day. His faith had been given to him since his early days and he treasured it all through his life. 
In the, the end, I was able to come uh, and see him and also give him the sacraments, which I knew meant a great deal to him. Today at Mass, we hear something about faith. At the end, uh, it says that we exchange that tent that we live on earth for something much better, a heavenly home. That great image itself, which is in the reading of today's Mass, brings us contentment. After this life, we believe that there's not darkness, but a home to go to, a home that's prepared for us, filled with joy, happiness, and reunion with those that we have loved. What we hear also in that reading is that there is a destination for us all in life, a point to which all our roads lead, a finishing life that we are to cross, a finishing line that we are to cross, and go into something else. Something where all the roads, all the struggles, all the difficulties, all the uncertainties of life lead and are eventually unravelled. We are not afraid uh, for Jim today because we believe him to be in the Father's house in which there are many rooms, at rest, at peace, after his long and good life. In the first days of his life, he received the sacrament of baptism, and that was the light that he was to follow, to lead the way, to light up the road, to guide him to this place. We believe, or we trust, that he's at home, at peace. We believe, we trust in this. Just a, a few words by way of reflection on Jim's life for us uh, today. Uh, born on the 21st of February 1936 in Limavady in Northern Ireland. Strangely, his hometown was Feeney. Of course, his name was Feeney himself. His parents, uh, James and Catherine, his sisters, Josie and Katrine. Uh, the family moved to Greenock in 1938, but he moved back uh, to Ireland at the beginning of the war. He and his sister, Josie, lived with her granny, Feeney. After the war, he returned to Glasgow and lived in the Gorbals. He attended St John's and St Margaret's schools. He was an altar server, both in his parish and during his national, and did also his, uh, and was also an altar server uh, in his national service in the army. I believe on that occasion, volunteers were called for by the army chaplain. No one else put up their hand, but he did. He met, of course, uh, Gracie McLaughlin, a canvas line girl at the dancing, and in September 1955, they were married. It was to be a long marriage in which they were profoundly happy and loved each other very much indeed. They were to have 67 years of married life and would have taken much more had God offered it to them. In his national service, uh, Jim was in the military police, but in his working life, uh, at least initially managed pubs and then went on to be a salesman for wines and spirits. He was good at the sales and with his nice nature could have sold sand to the Arabs. They were delighted to have children, Desmond and Susan, uh, their partners, Joe and Kinnan, uh, Dean, Sean, Shannon, Reese and Callum, grandchildren, Sophie, Grace, Sean, Elliot and Liam, great-grandchildren. He was an excellent father, a very good grandfather too, and the family loved him very much indeed. 
both himself and Grace uh, loved to travel and to have family holidays. Uh, first of all to Whitby and then loved of course holidays further afield in Spain and Portugal. They loved trips to Ireland in their caravan and knew Ireland like the back of their hand. Both Grace and himself uh, were always up for adventures and even uh, they were very enterprising when it came to new foods and new meals. Jim himself as you will know uh, was a very smart man Self-taught, he had a great love uh, for books and especially for history. He was bright and he was an interesting conversationalist. He had a great knowledge of things and was very engaging and had a warm personality. I think he would want me to say something especially about amazing grace today. He loved grace and she meant everything to him. They loved each other's company and could laugh and talk endlessly. The years that were given to them in marriage were good years, the best of years, and they have been a great example of what marriage should be and can be, companionship, love and support. We are blessed in life, aren't we, in so many ways, and today we think of those great blessings that we've received in life, and especially today through Jim's life. God is present in each of us, and we don't have to look very far to see him and know that he's near. Today we've come to the end of a life. We think often that there is sadness in death, but there's also joy, isn't there? As we look back to life and see how much that we've gained and received from that life. Today we place Jim into the hands of our loving and benevolent God, and we know that he never disappoints us. We come now to the offertory of today's Mass and invite you to sing that hymn.
invite you please to stand. Pray now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant James, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. please feel free to come up as well and just to put your hand on your breast indicate that you'd like a blessing rather than communion if you don't want to receive communion or blessing uh, just uh, remain seated
we stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother James may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.